welcome back guys to Shatter and Rise, the podcast that is here for you to help you realize that the skills you have are already the ones that you can use to get those dream jobs or a job that you actually enjoy. Um, I'm here today with Jarvis and he is going to talk to us a little bit about his journey and his experience. He is a do-it-yourselfer and I think that says quite a lot, especially because he's a fellow parent, um, and that is never an easy thing to do. I've oftentimes felt really discouraged with the life-work balance, and when you're trying to teach yourself at the same time, that is a big challenge. So thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here, and definitely love to share the parent's point of view, so that's right up my alley. <laughs> awesome. Me too. Uh, it's nice to give other fellow parents out there some encouragement too. <laughs> we're not, we're not doing it on our own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause that's actually kind of where my journey started. Um, because I got into design like after high school. And so in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I was just kind of going through the motions. I played sports and just went to class and didn't care. And so I went to college and thought that I was going to go and be an engineer and that it was going to be great and I was going to make a ton of money and I hated it. it miserable, absolutely hated it. Um, and so like the summer after my freshman year of college, I was exposed to graphic design and um, it was a thing that I didn't know that you could make money doing that. I was like, this is something that you can like do for a living. <laughs> And um, and they're like, oh yeah. And so I stumbled into it. Somebody gave me software for free. And so I just started doing odd jobs for them because they were starting a business and they just wanted like cheap labor and I was all for it. So yeah. um, just still in school at the time, but um, just not really having a, a good time in college. Like I, it wasn't that I, I didn't know the information. It was just that I didn't really, I just wasn't interested. Um, and so I bounced around to three different colleges and ended up meeting my wife. And my junior year of college, she got pregnant. And so at that time, I was working in the school's PR department doing graphic design for them um as like a student worker for like 500 bucks a month and now i have you know a baby coming and i'm freaking out i don't know what to do um you can't live off of 500 a month no, no you cannot <laughs> so <laughs> so i had to choose between staying in school or like really pushing to do this design stuff that i had been you know teaching myself for maybe two years at that time and really like betting on myself. And so I chose to go that route and the rest is kind of history. Like I, it was just a, a roller coaster ride, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I bet on myself and it paid off. That's awesome. Not that you had to do it that way, um, but that it worked out for you because there's a lot of risk. <laughs> to take um and it's very brave of you to just have gone for it and I think that it doesn't work out that way for a lot of people I I feel like I've done it before to the point where when we had our son 
we just thought, okay, I need to go get a job that has insurance and is going to pay well and be steady and stable. I didn't even consider doing anything on my own at that point, um, which was a mistake <laughs> because you should be happy as a parent too, because that reflects mm -hmm. on what your, your child's life is like and what their home life is like and the environment and the, the, the feeling that they're getting from you and the energy that you can give them at that point. Um, so I think that's really interesting that you, you were able to, to like see that that was a path for you and take it and keep pushing. And that's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I saw it as a path. I just, I didn't see any other option. I was like, you know, I'm kind of, <laughs> people tell me that I'm like decent at this thing. Like, I just, I got to try. And if it doesn't work, then I don't know. We'll see what, we'll see what happens next, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> we've kind of done the same thing. My husband and I like try, just, you know, we're, we don't have like a really great plan. Um, we're just trying to do whatever we can to figure it out along the way. And if it works, it works. If not, we just roll and try and get back up again and keep on to the next thing. Um, I don't know if that's like a parent instinct because you just have to keep moving. There is no stopping or wallowing. Um, but uh, that's, that's good to know that you, you uh, got it on the first try, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah. And I mean, even in the, the first position that I got, like, I still wasn't making very much money. Um, <laughs> it was just something that, yeah, had insurance and it was better than $500 a month. So <laughs> it was a lot of money to me at the time, <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't do that now. Like I would be like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how we would, you know, put any, like put dinner on the table or anything. I don't know how we did it then, but it worked out. <laughs> It, it almost always seems to, um, if you're at least putting in the work and putting in the effort and showing, like showing up, um, it seems to kind of just work itself out. Um, it, I don't know why <laughs> the universe, <laughs> like let, giving you a break or something. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of take it as if I put like as much good intentions out as I can, then I, I'll get it in return. So you know, Definitely. really just try and focus on doing what I love, try and doing it to the best of my ability. And I feel like people will feed off of that passion and be attracted to it and it'll work out. Definitely. Uh, I 100% support that, no matter what that means to you. Um, because I think you'll find a lot of good people are drawn into that energy and things will just naturally start to fall into place in ways that you didn't yeah. expect. Um, that's yeah. kind of what happened with this podcast. I never, I never would have saw this like a month ago. There's right, maybe it's been longer than that, but still before doing this, there's no way I would be doing this. This is not something that I'm good at. It's not something I, I would have like expected for myself, but I just started reaching out like, Hey, I want to be helpful in this. This is the issue I'm seeing. And people were like, Hey, what about this? What about this? Here are these people. And like, more, I'm meeting more and more people that I can, like yourself, that I, I feel really inspired by and that I want other people to know about too, so that they can feel the same way. Um, and it just kind of fell in my lap, to be honest. 
that's and that's how it works when you know you're passionate about something and that's what i tell people they're like how did you do this you know you don't have any degrees like i have no certifications or anything like i've taken no school for design at all and people are like well how did how did you do that like i had something i was passionate about and i pursued it and i'm a strong believer in people will you know good things will happen when you when you do that so for sure um and you guys have to go check out his work uh, i'll make sure i link to your stuff in the uh, notes but i was checking out i was just like blown away like man <laughs> this guy's doing such great things <laughs> um which it's good i like i like seeing other people's work um it's something interesting it's like art to me i mean it is art in a way but yes it's a business as well um but everybody has such cool, like, personal style. It's so fun to see what other people put out. Um, you guys got to check it out. Um, so being self-taught, what were some of the things that kept you going when things got hard beyond, I know as a parent, there's just that innate instinct, but what are the, some of the things that you use to help you along the way, keep motivating? Um, one of the biggest things was, like, in the time where she was pregnant, like, okay, you know, I have, you know, uh, it was my son who's, who turned three this year. So it was him. And um, it was like, okay, I have, I have this thing I have to take care of. Uh, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> um, and that kind of carried through when he got, when he was born and when, you know, we were uh, taking care of him as little baby, but I think the biggest thing was just that I, I never thought that I couldn't. Um, <laughs> like when people are like, well, you know, did you think that you were you know, going to fail? Like my mom saw it as a hobby. She was like, you know, you need to go get a real job. And I was like, but this is a real job. Like I'm making money doing this. Granted, it wasn't very much, <laughs> but I, I could see the light. So I just never believed that I couldn't. And that confidence like is infectious um the same thing with the passion like you you gotta believe in yourself and you gotta you know always work to perfect your craft and that's what i did like i would take on projects that i had no idea how to do um and that's actually how i got into web design people are like oh can you build a website yeah i have no clue what i'm doing <laughs> but give me give me a couple weeks or a month or so and I'll figure it out and I, and that's what happened I figured it out Google Google's amazing it is <laughs> I'd help but um yeah I just had faith in myself and confidence in myself and I had my wife as a support system you know she she's been leading me since the beginning and when times got hard it was just like hey like you know you've done this before you can you can still do it um, times where I was fired from positions like, okay, well, hey, you've got your freelance business that you can, you know, pick up. You just got to go get some more clients. You, you got to make it work. You know, you, you got these two people that are dependent on you. I think that's a big part of it too. Um, my husband and I, two episodes ago now, um, chatted about like a support system and like we've, we've really had to lean on each other a lot because bo both of us are doing things that our families don't necessarily completely support um, or think are viable options for us. And it, it's kind of always been that way. Um, and even if it's not like a, a significant other, um, 
there is generally people, like you said, when you start putting out the good work that just come naturally um, and you can lean on them, you know, when you're feeling like, okay, well, now what am I going to do? Just reach out to them and be like, Hey, you know, having some tough times and, and um, just, just chat. And I think that um, nine times out of 10, those people are just going to give you the little boost to be like, okay, pick yourself back up again and let's get back to work. Um, Because it's, it is hard to do it completely on your own. Um, And so like making sure that you're putting yourself out there while you're doing this, those things is, I don't know, I think it's pretty important. Even if you're not a social, I'm not a social person. Um, So it it takes a lot of energy for me to do this, but I don't think I could have made it this far without having done that at this point. I agree because I'm not, I'm not a social butterfly by any means either, but um, I was really intentional about putting my work out there and I, you know, got in contact with some people who were a lot further along in their careers than I was and were way better than I was and just, you know, did, did whatever I could to learn from them. Um, like when I was still in school working for the PR department, their senior graphic designer, um, I would just sit in his office all day and watch him work and ask him um, really bad questions all day. Like, oh, why'd you do that? And I know he was probably really annoyed with me, but I learned so much in you know, those couple of months sitting behind his desk, watching him do whatever it was he was doing for the school. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. And I, I think that people would be surprised how many people are willing to let you do that if you ask. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, everybody's busy and you might not be able to do it every day, um, but the whole technology and like design community, there's a lot of good people out there um, and just reaching out, even if it seems like, oh my gosh, that person's so far ahead of me, that doesn't mean that they're not willing to help. Don't, don't discount yourself and don't assume that um, it doesn't hurt to ask. And if they say no, they say no, maybe they're just too busy and they just, they don't have it. They don't have time. It's nothing personal, um, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Um, and, I love to learn from other people. So um, I agree that that's a great way to start making some headway into figuring out, even just like if you're not sure if you want to try something, like say you're, you're switching careers and, and you're not really 100% sure, find somebody that's an expert and tell them what you're trying to do and maybe check out what they're working on and see if like what the actual day-to-day looks like is something you're interested in and that way you can save yourself some time but also learn things in in the meantime too yeah and i think the biggest thing is that everybody was a beginner once so that person who has all of that experience was once in your shoes and they know exactly how it feels to feel how you're feeling right then so they can relate and they they probably have some tips and tricks to help you avoid some of the the hurdles and the hiccups that they experience and nine times out of 10, they, they want it to be easier for you because they know how hard it was for them. For sure. Uh, I think like I see it a lot on just even on LinkedIn, people have it right in their like titles, they have it in their descriptions. Like I just want to give back, like paying it forward um, because 
a lot of us that have entered in at this point have unconventional beginnings and we understand what it's like to try and and break in and the struggle and it's it's very hard um so i think a lot of us are on similar levels even if it doesn't seem like it um or we at least have similar stories so make sure to reach out um even if you're nervous just do it anyway <laughs> yeah I, I literally reach out to like dozens of people on LinkedIn a day, like just because why not? Like, what does it hurt? The worst they're gonna say is I don't wanna talk to you. Right. And, you, and you're right where you are now. But at best case, you get some useful information and you know you can take some steps forward because reaching out isn't gonna make you take steps backwards. All you can do right. is go forward or stay where you're at. Exactly. Um, that's a huge tip. So everybody listening, go start doing that right now. <laughs> Um, so to switch gears just a little bit, um, it's something that I've been learning about lately or that was mentioned to me. And I think it's really interesting. So, um, you approach your design work as a business. Um, oftentimes we hear like a hiring team says you need X amount of experience and you can't get experience if you don't get hired. So how do you get hired? if you don't have experience, it's the chicken and egg scenario. Mm -hmm. And especially like yourself, you didn't have the formal education that they want on those job descriptions either. So um, I was recently introduced to the idea on Mentor Mesh. Uh, Jay Taylor talks about having um, a business instead, start a business and show them that you have the experience by creating it yourself. Um, and you, clearly I've done that. So what was your your own experience with starting your design business? Was it kind of organic or again, just kind of trying to make ends meet and, and making sure that there was like a fallback? Um, yeah, it was kind of an organic, organic thing. When I, when I first started um, designing, um, the people who introduced it to me were doing their own business and they just needed, you know, a, a little bit of design work here and there but they also had a ton of other people who needed design work. So they would just, you know, refer people to me and they were like, oh, you should make this a business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it just kind of happened through that. But um, yeah, it's definitely been great experience wise because there was maybe a, a two or three year gap from when I started the business to when I got my actual first design job. And so I was doing client work in that meantime, but the fact that I can say, hey, I have this business and I was doing it and I can show you the work and it looks like I have years of experience really helped. Because now I can say, oh yeah, you know, I've been a UX designer for uh, a little over two years now and I was doing and still do graphic design for the past seven years. I wouldn't be able to say that if I wouldn't have started that business. And I wouldn't have tried to be proactive about, you know, saying, oh, hey, you know, I do this thing. And not telling them that I've only been doing it for a couple months because right. they don't care. They just know that they can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of the best decisions that I made. And um, it's not easy trying to run a business, especially when you're not a people person. Um, I really try to get my wife to, to talk to clients more than I do. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, which doesn't always work out. She's like, no, just call him. Like, oh. But um, 
but uh, it's it, it's really helped in the times where um, I didn't have full-time jobs or, yeah, I needed those extra years of experience. Um, and so I even still do freelance work, um, contract work. I'm actually doing a contract position on top of my full-time job right now. Um, so it's still paying dividends to, to keep that business going. For sure. How have you, how have you been juggling it? Like, do you feel like you know your breaks? Cause I have a really hard time where I, I take on too much and I don't, um, know how to stop myself. Uh, cause I, I hate telling people no. Um, and I also don't like limiting myself. So have, how have you juggled that? Cause being a parent is also very important. Yeah. I, I actually did an awful job at that in the beginning and, um, it was like all work no play, no family. Like I was, um, working like 12 hour days. Like it was ridiculous. Um, I would get up early, do some client work, go to the full-time job, work that all day, come back home, do more client work and go to bed. (laughs) Um, so it took, it like put a strain on my relationship. Um, it took her, her like having to call me out on it and say, Hey, like you need to slow down. Um, you have a family too. Like we'll make it through, you know, not having the extra money or that kind of slowing down, but you gotta, you gotta spend time with your family. That's more important. Um, and so since then, um, I've scaled it back a lot and I'll only take on, you know, a few clients at a time. And if somebody else comes up, I'm just like, Hey, um, I'm full right now, but I can get you, you know, in a couple weeks, if you don't mind waiting, uh, if you need it done now, I can refer you to somebody else. Um, really good approach. And so, yeah. And so it's like, oh, you know, I missed out on some money, but I'd rather have the memories with, with my, uh, with my family instead. For sure. Cause it's really ultimately who you're doing it for anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think and it- they won't remember that you know, you made X amount of dollars or didn't make X amount of dollars, all they're going to remember is, oh, you played with me. Like You made my baths. You got me dressed in the morning. Like, you did all these things with me, not what was exactly. in the bank account. Exactly. Um, we struggled with that. Like, um, I, I already like your wife. Uh, so my husband and I have both done the same thing. So, like, um, what we kind of take turns where we get really far into – now that we've discovered our passions and what we want to do, we've gotten caught up and overwhelmed and dropped a lot of balls. And we've been each other's advocate of saying, Hey, it's time to take a step back. Um, you're, you're missing the real purpose here. And, um, I think just, it's nice to have somebody to do that for you and and have like an open conversation. That's not like, toxic or harmful but just saying like hey hold up a minute um the waters are a little shaky and and let's try and like reel it back in um and it's it's definitely something you have to learn I don't know I'm getting there I'm definitely getting there to where like I realized that I passed my limit and now I need to start like okay this is something that I I'm gonna have to let go of or I'm gonna have to say no to like yes it's beneficial but so are the, like, what is most beneficial? What can I um, handle? And then like, just putting everything else in a line and, and tactfully saying, no, thank you. Um, um, 
it's, it's tough. <laughs> I think I had to like set like really concrete working hours for myself. But then that was one of the things was like, you know, six o'clock, close the laptop. That's it. Like, don't, don't check your email. Um, I had to, I had clients that would call me at like 10 or 11 at night. And like, don't answer the phone. You got to let them know like, Hey, after this time, that's it. Um, and even, I think it's really difficult to like get away from the computer as like a creative person. And so one thing that I did was, um, I'm actually a photographer too. So I'll like go out and take some pictures or, um, go and like do some woodwork or something else that's mm -hmm. not on the screen, but I can go and do that with my family. Like my son always tries to take my camera and take pictures. <laughs> and okay. anytime, like I'm actually working on our um, dining room table um, because we had like a metal piece that was glass that broke. And so I've got to go and like fill it with some wood and um, all of that. And he wants to help me like cut it and sand it and everything. Mm -hmm. And so that's the same thing like just find something that you can still use those creative juices and like make the memories with them and you're not secluding yourself and not spending time with your family so I kind of cheated my way around it I guess is a way to put it because it's a really still good stuff point, that though. I enjoy yeah but I get to include him in it that's awesome um I think that sometimes we forget what our kids are capable of too and that oftentimes they have similar similarity. Sim they have similarities mm -hmm. to us because I don't know if maybe my husband and I do this too much, but like we totally try and put everything we love and like see if he enjoys it. And generally he does. So like there's tons of stuff that we can do together because we all love doing the same thing. Um, and I think it's easy to get caught up in the fact that like, well, I need me time. And yes, you do need me time, but there's ways for you to like step out of like, wow, I really should be working on my drawing skills. Well, I can go sit down and he loves doing that too. So let's just go do it together. I don't have to be at my computer to do that. I can just grab a sketchbook and we can hang out together and just practice our art skills together. Um, so like in that parent child working scenario, like those are some of the life balance things that, you know, you can kind of tap into. And thank you for sharing that. I think it's a good reminder for everyone, especially right now, because everything's so hard um yeah. you know everybody's feeling a lot of pressure to like go out and get work find work be able to pay the bills but you, like they're panicking too like they mm. need they need somebody to like my son and i have been in this house together since march he's we're not around other children at the at this point i'm not around other adults like we don't but we can still like find ways to have happy times together too and yeah. not feel so overwhelmed um so yeah, definitely. that's, that's a good like point one of the one of the biggest tips that i give people who like ask me for advice i'm like find a hobby and breathe like don't <laughs> sit at your computer all day go take a breath go take a walk like step mm -hmm. away find a hobby that makes you step away from the computer like don't pick another hobby that's on the computer like go do something else you get away like it's like i personally know that like you want to sit here and grind and get as much work done as you can and be able to show as much work as you can because the more you show that makes you look better that that's how you get better but like you, your mental health is just as important as as everything else so you got to take care of it for sure um i 
I've talked in a couple of episodes, I think now about like filling your cup before you can fill someone else's, putting the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on somebody else. Like you're not, and I've gotten to that point. I realized in the last week or so, like I'm not doing my best work anymore. So I need to like step back and make sure that I can get back to where I am my best self because I don't want to portray that person. That's not my, that's not where I'm aiming to be. So why am I doing it? So, um, it's, it's very important to like, just at least start being aware. I, I think that's my biggest thing is like, be aware of like what my, what the cues are like, Hey, wait a minute, stop. Um, something's not right here. And, and know that, um, you are capable of determining what your schedule looks like, how many hours you can handle. Like nobody else is determining that, but you, unless you work for somebody, then obviously you're on a, a time clock, but beyond that point, um, if you're working at working from home, give yourself some barriers and know when enough is enough. Yeah. Like don't, don't be afraid to miss a deadline. Life happens. People will understand. Yeah. Miss the deadline. <laughs> if it means your sanity, miss it. Right. Because it probably wasn't great work if you tried to wrap it up and you're literally in the middle of a panic attack or you're just frantic. It's not going to be the best work you could do. And I think whoever's on the other receiving end of that would probably appreciate your best work anyways versus yeah. that. Yeah. Just communicate. Say, hey. I need an extra day. I need an extra two days, whatever it is. But yeah, don't, don't push yourself too far. For sure. Um, so I'll, I think we've probably, we're probably close to our limit here. I should have checked the clock better, but um, so one last thing um, just for fun. Do you have any uh, like favorite books or influencers at the moment that keep you inspired? Because I know once you've kind of established, sometimes it can be hard to like, yeah, your day-to-day is you're like, you're just grinding it out at this point. Like, how do you keep pushing yourself to keep growing? So anybody that you've been watching or obviously you're reaching out to so many people. So any favorites or ones you um, recommend? I think right now, um, one of the favorites is Chris Doe. Like he's been one of them for a long time. Um, <laughs> but since the <laughs> pandemic hit, um, Felix Lee, who started the um, the... ADP list for like designers who are looking for employment and mentorship and all that stuff. Yeah, I really find his stuff to be like, inspiring and motivational, and um, I can relate to wanting to give back to other designers. Uh, but as far as books go, I'm not the biggest like book reader. I'm more of um, like an article reader. Yeah. Uh, so I do I do a lot of um, I read a lot of Medium articles. And also stuff on Nielsen Norman Group because that's UX related. Uh, so I was trying to improve my skills, and so I basically live on Nielsen Norman Group. That's awesome. I like all of those answers. I agree. Um, both uh, Christo and Felix at ADP are doing amazing things, and they're very inspirational. If you are like feeling down and you're feeling like really hard on imposter syndrome and you don't know what to do next like just watch a video and you'll just feel a little better <laughs> like not feel so hard on yourself um because they uh they're really great at motivating people i don't know if it's just their energy or whatever 
it may be, um, but they always make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Krista was like, who made me believe in myself and be like, you know what, I can charge this amount of money because that's what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Definitely, if you're starting a business, check out what he has on the future um, because it's, I had a business before I knew about him and it was a creative business where I made things and sold them on Etsy and I I never made a profit because I undersold myself every single time because I didn't value what I was bringing to the table and I didn't believe in myself or believe in my value. Uh, and now that I've listened to him, I'm like, wow, that was, that was really dumb. <laughs> like, that's, that's very unfair to myself and to my customer too. Yeah. And now you can be like, here's the price, take it or leave it. Right. <laughs> and have confidence in that and be okay if they say no. Yes, because now I understand the equation isn't just my time. It's the time I'm taking away from my family to be here to do that work. It's the time that I'm taking away from um, learning other things or having me time or being able to go out and hang out with friends. So remember that that all factors into like what what you're valuing your services as. And it's also the time that you spent learning how, how to do it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to factor in however long it took you to learn how to do the craft and how long it takes you to do it now. So, Yep. Yeah, don't undervalue yourself. And just because it's not formal education does not mean that it's not valuable at all. Mm-hmm. It is your time and your dedication, and it is valuable for sure. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) This is a really great conversation. I had a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of people will find a lot of good value out of this. And I hope it inspires you guys that you don't have to have the fancy degree. Even if you do, that's great too. Um, It doesn't, nobody, nobody's start is perfect. It's all about how willing are you to put in the work, to keep pushing forward, to keep learning um, and value yourself along the way. And it's completely possible. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Um, and uh, if you can, I will um, drop the links and stuff in the show notes, but do you want to just tell people where they can find you on social media? Um, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search my name, Jarvis Moore. Um, you can see my website at jarvismore.net. Uh, my Instagram is at J-M-O-P-N-D. That's my business Instagram. And you can also find me on Facebook um, at the same thing. So awesome. Yes. Uh, Clearly he's meeting other people that you need to know. So (laughs) not just himself too. And go check out his work because it's really awesome. Um, So thank you so much guys for joining. Please make sure to uh, follow and uh, drop comments. If you have any, reach out to a Uh, both of us if you want to chat about what we've talked about today and we really appreciate you guys continuing to support the podcast we want to help as many people as possible so we'll see you next time on shatter and rise take care guys